Thank you for listening to Two Genius, One Idiot podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Genius, One Idiot. Have a suggestion or something to say? Email us at twogeniusoneidiot at gmail.com. And now, let the games begin, motherfuckers. March 7th, Two Genius, One Idiot, episode number nine, right on time. Man, what's going on, Mr. Johnny Fiend, Mr. Tommy Two Guns? What's up, Mike One? What's up, player? Man, another day, another dollar or two. Hey, you know, I like fast food. I just thought I I'd share it. that. What what particular fast food are we talking about here? Well, let's, let's Wendy's. Hear. Wendy's? Yes. Yes. Yas, queen. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh, no, no. Sorry. Uh, I think that we do fast food wrong in America. Oh, really? Yeah, well, they have, like, fast food steakhouses in Australia um, where you, like, will roll up. They'll have all the different cuts displayed. Um, you can pick what you want and then they cook it to order. And then right after that, they will, uh, it's fast dude. It's in and out. It's called, I think it's bendy is what it, the style of crikey. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah. Got some steaks on the Bobby. Some steaks on the bar. Yeah. No, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, it was on, um, ugly delicious. Anyone know this? Mm. You, you know what I'm talking That's about. That's a yeah. great show. It is, yeah. He he uh, went there on the recommendation of Danny McBride, the comedian. Oh, he went there? Yeah, he went there in Sydney. Don't go there. He's There's so a bunch of there. them. Oh, God. Don't Tag go there. team, back again. Check the reluctant. Let's begin. Party on, party people. There it is. <laughs> right hey. off the bat. Within five minutes. You DC's t- in the house. Jump, jump for joy. joy. Hey. Two guns Man. in the house. Jump, jump for joy. <laughs> And that's what we do around here, folks. So uh, we appreciate you tuning in again for another episode of craziness. You know, we got some good stuff, got some stories, some sports, some ridiculousness. So thanks for tuning in. So if you guys remember last week, nope, we were drinking beer. Oh, yep. And we don't want to disappoint. So we figured we'd do it again this week. And uh, I'm going to start out and just share the fact that I'm drinking Ride the Spiral from Silver City. It's a double IPA riding at 8%. The pineapple uh, type IPA. It's very fruity. Uh, might be a little too fruity for my choice, uh, but uh, I will say that it is a good beer. And uh, it, it definitely to... is kicking the allergies in a full effect. <laughs> is it Dude, allergies are bad right now? Yeah. Right? Oh God, it's killing me. Yeah, I've had to really double up on the Flonase sprays. Just, you know, I was a sure. that once. Yeah, I, I believe it. That was like the hardest thing I've ever had to do to cut out. Flonase? Yeah. Well, it's, it's got similar properties, like similar properties to cocaine, like as far as the way it stops well, your no, so the nose prob- from bleeding. The, okay, I know we're off track, but <laughs> the problem with these, these nasal sprays is, you know, your, your, your nasal cavity is messed up and, and clogged, basically. Yeah. This doesn't repair it. It just, it's like a temporary fix, but it, it never actually heals. Yeah. So, so you're, you're, you're like constantly a, dependent on it. You know, I was going through it's almost like a, a bottle of that in two your days. butthole. In two days? Yeah, I couldn't breathe without it. Jeez. 
I could not breathe. So then finally, a, a friend of ours, she said, look, you're just going to have to bite the bullet. Stay home for two or three days until you can breathe again. You ever tried like a neti pot? I did. I, dude, I was trying everything. But, it, it, you know, it's that membrane and then it gets inflamed. And if it doesn't heal itself, hmm. it's just like chapstick. That's the insane. People, the people that use chapstick are constantly using chapstick. It doesn't. It's just a temporary fix. You're saying we should just abandon chapstick altogether? Absolutely. No, drink more water. Then your lips won't be so chapped. Whatever. You stop sticking your head out of the window of a car like a dog, and your lips won't be so chapped, Mike. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Getting slobber all over. Jen, Uh, that's what those marks on the side, on your passenger side are. (laughs) Mike sticking his head out the window. What beer are you drinking, Johnny? (laughs) Jesus. Okay, uh, so how how does that compare to uh, Juicy Haze? Uh, Tropic Haze? Tropic Haze, yes, yeah. Silver City. Tropic Haze, uh, it's similar, but Tropic Haze is far less sweet and less uh, pineapple-y. You can tell there's pineapple notes in Tropic Haze, but it doesn't dominate like in this beer. I see. Well, I have our first, um, well, unless you have more to add. Nope. I have our now, first. Uh, back to you, Johnny. Back to Johnny. <laughs> I have our first user submitted uh, beer, or listener submitted beer. Jennifer Thomas, when she was down in Oregon, picked up some Rogue, Out of Line, West Coast India Pale Ale. It is six point nine percent, and it has mm-hmm. uh, the IBUs on here somewhere. I can't find it, so I'm just gonna make up a number. It's 47 IBUs. No, I don't, I don't really know. Jesus so, <laughs> it, it was. It's on okay. the. Uh, it's on the packaging for the six pack, but it's not actually on the individual. Uh, Rogue makes a really good beer. I like their Dead Guy Ale too. Yeah, no, this one actually is pretty good. It's a. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely got some. It not not so much fruity. I'm not sure what makes it a West Coast IPA. I'll have to look that up, but I wonder if that's a certain style or. Yeah, West just, Coast IPA is uh, you get kind of more of a hoppy bite, a little bit more ho- a hoppy in the aftertaste. That's oh. a West Coast type beer. Well, I thought you had to like listen to Snoop Dogg or Ice Cube while brewing it, and that's what made it a West Coast IPA. Well, if you're not throwing up the dub while you're drinking it, then you're not <laughs> doing it right. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So thank you, uh, Jennifer uh, JT, for submitting that. And uh, JT. Yep, Justin Timberlake. So I went back to Oregon also, to Eugene, to uh, Ninkasi Brewing. Uh-oh. And if they're listening, I think maybe we should start a sponsorship or something because mm. I've been drinking a lot of your beer lately and several varieties, and th- you guys make a damn good beer. That so, Prismatic was awesome. Yeah. So this one's Galaxy Trippin'. It's a stellar IPA. It's a seasonal release. Um, it's 7%, 45 on the IBU scale. Very smooth. Very, very smooth. Now, on the back, it says Galaxy Trippin' is a homage to doing things and seeing things differently. Gaze into its rich golden hue. Get lost in a mind-bending swirl of galaxy hop notes like peach, passion fruit, and papaya. Marvel and be mesmerized by its smooth and velvety finish. Did you just do, like, an ad read? I did. Unofficial? Let's work this out, man. I like that. That's brilliant. It's a delicious beer. They make never buy the cow if you give away the milk for free. Shut up. Mm. (laughs) Silver City, hit me up. 
I live in Bremerton. I'll represent. I'll wear Silver City underwear every day, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, no, now they'll just people will know about it because you already do it. Right. That's true. I mean, you're doing it for free, so. Exactly. Wow. Well, I wasn't gonna share that part. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> Thanks. It's silver streak? Is that what you said? <laughs> totally blew my Let's cover. Let's out Silver Streak Blue. <laughs> God dang! I can't even say it. <laughs> oh jeez. Anyways, so right on. Keep on brewing that brew because we love it, whether we drink or chew. Oh, you gotta put that to rest, dude. That's like that's that's like episode number five. Notice I, I didn't do it this one. I know I did notice it. I did notice it. It's usually you. I was but keeping, it, al- I was keeping it. it alive for Mike one. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it, and it wasn't there, so I had to bring it around town. And I, I kind of bring it around shirt, town. So I had to keep it going. Chew it. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Hey, Zabel. Well, hey. All right. So. Transitioning on from the Bruce as we continue to enjoy these fresh libations. Question of the week last week was what was your YouTube go to? Your YouTube guilty what was pleasure. the terminology? Guilty pleasure. And uh, you know, a little creeper. review here. Mr. Phoenix loves chiropractic cracks and animal attacks. Man. It's Mr. Tommy. What was that? That's the name of my next album, Chiropractic Cracks See? and Animal Attacks. That, as Get it that should be. Green Lantern. <laughs> prismatic. Yeah, what was it? Prismatic uh, Induendo. Acronym. Yeah, there you go. Induendo. Yeah. I dropping <laughs> soon, though. Mr. Tommy Two Guns. You know, he said Kraken was number three for him, but he loved to watch the zits and the sis <laughs> pop before he went to bed. Gross. See, I Good think people were lying on bedtime. this. I got lots of comments from people saying that you are disgusting and that they'll they probably are going to stop listening because of you. So, well, that's fine. <laughs> they did say you were disgusting. Hey, the problem is, is I'm I'm truthful about it. People are lying. Yeah, I, I've maybe. seen some of these videos with 434 million views. Come on, come on. No, I'll admit I, I I have watched those and enjoyed those before. It's kind of, it's more um, less. They are gross, yeah. but it's more the relief. Right. They, you just imagine that the pressure built up behind that is finally relieved. Right. And that's where I, that's the same with the cracks though too. No, I I don't disagree. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, this is. People, have a dark side. Every person has a dark side, and that's part of it. You you don't ever wonder how these things happen or. What it looks like. I mean, come on. Yep. I'm going to start watching uh, surgery videos, though. You've inspired me. You know, it's probably not I used to watch idea. surgery yeah, videos back in the day. Like them leaving uh, tools and stuff inside of people. <laughs> <laughs> no, six like pounds of hip replacements, knee replacements, stuff like that. Those Guys, surgeries are pretty brutal to watch. Yeah. I can't find Check myself. the patient. <laughs> Someone call myself. <laughs> like, uh, why is Mr. Johnson vibrating? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know what you guys are doing over there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go, please continue. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, so um, my video I like to watch is the marble racing. And truly, if you all have not seen that, Jules Marble Racing, you should check it out because uh, the way he narrates it, it's like you're watching a real race. It's pretty incredible. It feels and like then the we Olympics. Had some, uh, it, it does. Dude, it's like great. I, I mean, because of your recommendation, I actually watched it, dude. And, and I – as much as it pains me to say this out loud, 
You were right, dude. That is super entertaining. So, <laughs> in all, in full disclosure, I watched one of them, and then one of the other videos that were, you know, recommended video to it that I've started. I've watched probably four videos. Is this guy makes different tracks, right? At in his okay. at his house, and he takes match um, the Matchbox cars, and he just releases them. But the way that he films this, and he does it like it's like a an actual race. Okay. So you're like watching these cars like crash and coming around the corner. He's got names for all the cars. It's pretty crazy. It's literally okay, the same thing. And I'm, I'm not disagreeing, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's pretty. It's pretty cool. Yeah. NASCAR for legit. <laughs> so uh, Kyle NASCAR. Peterson, he had shouted out the primitive pool building. Did y'all check any of those videos out? Yes. Specifically, it's pretty crazy. Late at night, with a candle. Yo, man, those <laughs> those guys' hands uh, have got to be sore. <laughs> yeah, I I, those, I, I usually uh, cut out their music because it's bad, and I'll I'll put on like George Michael, Careless Whisper, <laughs> while they're building these pools. Don't lie, you know you're playing Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. It depends. Like usually, those are the ones where they're uh, like they actually use cement. All right. In the danger zone. Well, trying to dig a hole using a stick, trying to understand Johnny's humor. Might as well watch a primitive pool building video, folks. <laughs> they, they have that. They have an underground one. They do. I Pretty saw good. that one. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm, I'm just incredible. wondering how long it actually takes them. Right. Because after six hours, I'm abandoning this thing. <laughs> just walking away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm done. <laughs> this ain't worth it. I'm done. Um, and then uh, oh go ahead I I also I want to clear the air one thing last week was uh, Johnny said that his son had put a bullet into his headset oh yeah (laughs) this was not the case no it was not it was discovered that uh, he had in the settings muted it and he had given up on it so really I didn't think to check because it had been three days of him using it saying Oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's broken. So I'm sitting there, and um, it, it was registering the sound. I was like, what the hell is going on? So then I actually went deep dove into the settings, found where he muted it. And he actually didn't find out about it till today. You didn't been tell gra- him until today? He's been grounded. For what? Mm. Well, he All said right. that he did his homework earlier in the week, which was not true. So then he got grounded for it. For a week? Eh, three days. It's not. It's not the fact that he. Uh, hey, that I'm he, not judging. It's your house, buddy. Well, no, I'm just saying is that it's that he lied about it because, so he could play his video game. So that's why he lost or, the video game. Yeah. Just um, maybe maybe he's going back to our subjects, trying to, you know, esports esports this. Yeah. Right. Esports my ass. <laughs> oh, now you're against it. No, I'm, I'm for right. it, but he's not, he's not doing it. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> yeah, let's get it back to the listener submissions for Tommy took us down this rabbit hole. Let's get always get it. It's a good right. day. We could say that Johnny's wrong. All right. And then uh, we had uh, Carrie Lynn submitted that uh, survival videos and videos of cooking over the fires her go-to. You know, I didn't see that. But there is one that I watch with. Uh, he he always cooks outdoors, and it's always by this this creek, like in the in the winter mostly. He's got that weird like leaf shaped knife that he always uses. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he makes some good looking stuff. Yep. Is that hey. Grandpa's kitchen? I don't know if it's, it might be. Uh, I don't think that it's was what Grandpa's she recommended. Kitchen, 
Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. I didn't actually look at the grandpa's kitchen. Hey, so Kyle also recommended uh, ASMR videos. What do you think about those? Awful. Can't stand them. Why? Ah, they make the the hairs inside of my inner ear like tingle. Like I just can't do it. (laughs) Can't do it. It's the same sensation on my back as a shower mirror. They have those as (laughs) chiropractic videos. They have those as the head massaging videos, like I said. Well, I think what really bothers me is like you could really hear people's like lips smacking and shit like that. It's disgusting. You know the one that bothers me is the chick that eats the pickles. Yeah, I, I kind of like so, that one. Yeah, I don't like the mouth sounds when they're eating. Yeah, Heck gross. no, obnoxious. Super I can't gross. do it. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, so Kyle, and then hey, shove that. Oh yeah, go ahead. Never mind. Be nice to Kyle. <laughs> I like Kyle. Kyle's cool. Kyle's cool. Actually, going to watch the fights with him tonight, the UFC thing. So, nice. ooh, nice. good thing this won't get published tonight. Then, yeah, true. Well, maybe I don't know. It depends. He's got All stuff right. going on. And then uh, last one, Rebecca's hubby falls asleep to gun videos. What kind of gun videos? I don't know. That was not specified. We'll have to ask for clarification. Yeah. I, I know him per- I, I know her and him, so it's probably like Nerf gun videos. Nerf gun? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Idiot. Yes, exactly. Uh, like this is not great. but the is it's how to turn a Nerf gun into a real gun. Well, or how to like use it effectively to cover up child abuse. <laughs> it's the, the, but the other thing is, is that I like Rebecca's style as far as submitting a video because uh, that's not really her prefer, uh, her preference, but someone else's. So we could have, she could have put anything like uh, he likes watching uh, midgets do headstands into barrel rolls or something, and been like, yeah, he loves that. So, shout out to Rebecca for just putting him on blast. <laughs> nice. I like it. I like it, too. Indeed, indeed. Nice. All right. Well, hey, I want to transition over to a little bit of uh, mystery stories here for you. I got some stories. I want to get y'all's reaction and feedback on this. So, you ready for this? I do have a Are question. Are you ready? Do it. Okay. So this goes back to our last episode. I was thinking about the the 58 million one. Okay. (laughs) Yes. So here's my question. If you didn't have the access codes to get into that account, how do they know how much is in that account? Because you said it was not accessible unless you have those codes. Well, it's not really a code. It's that you you take it off onto like a digital wallet, like a flash drive or something. So who can see how much is in there? Well, you can track how much Bitcoins are worth. Yeah. It's up to 9,000 today. 9,800. Don't ask me how I know that. Okay, so let's go to this week's. Yeah. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, the first one is, I don't know if you guys have seen all on social media, everyone's been doing this uh, do-it-yourself sanitizer that includes Tito Vodka. You guys seen that going around? Yes. I have pictures. Tito's released a statement. They (laughs) sure did. They were like, look, Tito's has only got 40% alcohol. Your sanitizer needs to be at least 60% alcohol. So what doesn't work? So do a double shot. But it's gluten-free. Do a double shot. Do a double shot. It is gluten-free, though. (laughs) So it'll get you almost there. Yeah. Well, the other part of it is to get it up to that 60 is you have to, like, uh, 
use it like mouthwash and then spit it in someone's face is what Tito said. I don't know if that's official or not. What? I don't either. <laughs> I can't endorse that. Just like <laughs> spitting in someone's face. Spitting vodka in people's face. Yeah, what sound does a whale make? <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Uh, all right. Try to sound less so then, annoyed, Mike, please. <laughs> There's this, uh, there's this, <laughs> there's this, uh, grandpa that's really upset because him and his son went to a youth hockey tournament and there was a raffle. They bought some tickets. Turns out the grandson won, eight year old grandson. He won a basket and inside the basket was $200 worth of marijuana products. <laughs> yes, folks. <laughs> Where was Free it? Free rolls. And Grandpa was upset? Grandpa was not happy. Was he like ups- not happy because of the contents or because his grandson wanted and wasn't going to share it? Uh, you know, I think, I don't know. He was just upset that that was even part of it. Maybe uh, his grandson wanted some and he didn't want to share. I don't know. Yeah, where was this at, Mike? Apparently, Grandpa this is didn't in go Canada. to Woodstock. Oh, this is in Canada. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. And so... Uh, it, the basket contained cannabis paraphernalia, edibles, a lighter, and a smoking apparatus, whatever that is. Interesting. That must have been a piece, huh? Yeah, did it have, like, uh, CBD bubbles? <laughs> <laughs> Bubble gum. <laughs> CBD bubbles where you can, like, blow the bubbles at people. Drugs are bad, okay? Wow. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then uh, the last one was over in the UK. This this one lady had a one-night stand and uh, found a note on the back bathroom. And she followed it. There was 10 more clues hidden behind mirrors on lampshades before opening the fridge. And the final message read, now that you're here, make me some food, please. (laughs) Ah, kudos to that guy. He's my hero. Needless to say, she didn't call him back. But yeah, that's exactly uh, why it was a one night stand. Was because of that note. (laughs) That's awesome. I saw another video where uh, the guy recorded. So he had two paper towels folded, right? And on the front paper towels, you're looking at it. It says "Will you?" And then it just has an M. Mm. But on the so if then if you flip it open, he wrote. Make me a or make me a sandwich. <laughs> so excellent. So then he, you know, he's he pulls his girlfriend into the bathroom, and he puts it into the sink, and then it just spelled like she sees will you, and then it has the M, and then he puts it into the water, and it says make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> she was not amused. I well, believe that. I had seen one where was, there was this guy he hooked up with a gal, and he ended up taping a note underneath the toilet seat that said, hey, man, I didn't know this uh, gal had a boyfriend until after we had hooked up. Sorry, but I thought you'd want to know. And since the only way that the toilet seat would get lifted up was when the boyfriend had to pee. (laughs) Right. Yeah, he left it there, so. Nice. (laughs) Brutal. Brutal. Right, right. You know how confused she'd be? You come out of the bathroom, be like, I know what you did. Get your shit and get out. <laughs> I was like, "What's going on? How did you get?" You didn't clean being? the toilet. She said, "Yeah, <laughs> it was two years. She never figured out how. She thought he. She basically got a restraining order. Thought he had cameras up. Turns out that's what it really was. 
Just a note under the toilet seat. That's right. I know what you did last summer. Didn't cling around the ring of the toilet. Right. It's like, that's nasty. Right? Yuck. Lift that up. Clean underneath there, huh? Jeez. Anywho. All right. Talking about one stinky thing to another. Let's talk about the NFL. Dun, 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 dun. Two weeks in a row. I love it. <laughs> really need, do need to get that uh, tag team back again. That needs to be a sound bite, but I think we won't get copyrighted on it. But you feel still. like you're on the outside looking in? Uh Oh, like staying? Nobody cares. Just calm down. Right. Yeah. I'll continue to support my cause. No big deal. My cause. <laughs> what about me? Johnny against tag teaming, especially between two dipshits. Is that, is that where we're taking this? It's been taken. We're going to have a long episode, folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the NFL, and let's talk about my nominee for Idiot of the Week, oh. Mr. Quinn Williams from the Jets. Y'all heard about <laughs> this story, yeah? Yeah. Uh, what was his name again? It's Quinn Williams. <laughs> no? Quinn Williams? What is it? No, you're saying it? it right. You just... I don't know if it's your mic or what, but Quinn, how, how many of those double IPAs have you had? <laughs> uh, number two. Oh, so Dosakis. They go down like Starburst, kids. <laughs> kids. <laughs> Please continue. Sorry, Quinn Williams. Right. What? Quinn what, Williams, why is he twenty-two years old, defensive lineman for the Jets, tried to board a plane with a gun. Oh yeah. Here we are in. 2020, folks. I don't know if you got the message, but guns are not allowed on airplanes. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to <laughs> one up Goose on that one. Goose got is that what that is? Yeah. On, yeah. That's what he heard our episode. Yeah, he's like, man, Goose ain't got nothing on this. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this. Man. Yeah, I don't really get it, Lame. man. That's where. Now, um, without knowing the regulations, is it. Forgive my ignorance, but is it illegal to fly with a firearm on a private plane? I think that's different. You don't go through the same security? <laughs> no. Interesting. Do you but know, I believe you know FAA why? rules, you do self to fill out the proper paperwork. Okay. Well, I'm sure, yeah, but it's not the same. I don't, I don't think they go through the same thing that you and I would go through with TSA. True. It's a, it's a different check-in. Right. That's true. Now, could they fill out that same paperwork to get it uh, to go through the normal means? Like when you're talking about TSA, going through normal security. Because you're saying that even if it's a private one, you have they have paperwork to fill out. Could they fill out mm-hmm. the same paperwork and bring that on board with a yeah, commercial airplane? You usually have to go to the, the, the ticket counter and declare what you have. Mm-hmm. And then they'll make you check it in, and then they have somebody come check it, make sure that there's nothing loaded into it, and make sure it's legit and yours. I can't imagine even flying private that they let you walk on with a gun in your waist belt. I don't think so either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Mm. 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 Well, mm. who wants to try? He's <laughs> <I've laughs> your up. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, I'll do it as long as you guys are paying for the private jet. If you can't get right. the mustard, then you're out with the ketchup. Damn right. Like my grandpa Speaking of to ketchup. Say, <laughs> What's the difference between ketchup and catsup? Is there a difference? I don't know. Just the way you pronounce it? Who says catsup? It's spelled different. There's bottles that have catsup. 
C A T S U up. S U up. Yeah. Yeah. That beer sounds like an S U up too, dude. That's good though. Good though. All is it like right. a Anyways. copy for cat food? Or are you being serious? Is this a real thing? Yeah. Catsup, really, huh? Or maybe it doesn't have real. tomatoes. It's vegan. I've I've never looked into it. Next time you're in the grocery store, look it up. Take a look. It's in a book. It's not in a book. It's on the counter. Nobody's doing reading Rainbow. Knock it off. Yeah, you're right. All right. That was a throwback to all you uh, middle-aged folks out there that might remember the reading Rainbow with the guy from Star Trek. Jordy. Yep. See, how come all these, like uh, like Bob Ross, uh, Mr. Rogers, they all get that wholesome title, but he's not included in that. I think he should be on the Mount Rushmore, though. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I don't either. I watch that show every day. Still? Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? So much knowledge. Right. I learned a lot. No, you didn't. Please, all right. Please all right. Next NFL topic, Dalvin Cook. This dude said he's planning on getting 2,000 yards from scrimmage this year. He's happy with 1,500 rushing and 500 receiving. Do you think that's doable with the Vikings and – with Mr. Kirk Cousins as the quarterback. Mm. I think that the 1,500 yards with Kirk as the quarterback is very doable. I think that the 500 is where he's going to struggle. I think he could get 2,000, but I think he'd have to buffer it a little bit more with the rushing yards. Mm. As far as the ratio <laughs> he's talking about. Okay. What's, what's what your schedule this year? <clears throat> well, they've been playing the NFC North, and if, as we all know, you got the Lions, the Packers, and the Bears. Oh, my. So, he'll be able to rack up lots of yards. All those teams suck. Wow. Die. Hey. Wow. Green Bay Packers, the winners of the NFC North. Yar, we're the kings of the North. Jeez. Just yeah. saying. Winter is coming. All right. Whatever. That's fine. That's fine. Well, look, I don't Go think Lions. he's going to get it. I think he may get 1,500 from the line of scrimmage, well, but you ain't getting two thousand. Nobody cares. See, that's the thing. <laughs> You're bringing it up, and we don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Doesn't right. matter. So Dalvin let's Cook. be honest. Let's look at this here. Okay. They've got this is this is their schedule. Uh, at Chicago, at Detroit, at Green Bay, at Houston, at Indianapolis, and then you got Chicago, Detroit, Green Bay again. Atlanta, Carolina, Jacksonville, Tennessee, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Dallas, Seattle. No. Okay, so he's got basically um, no. his normal NFC North opponents, and he's got the AFC um, South. Yeah. And then he's got the NFC South. Mm-hmm. And West. He's got a couple of those. I don't think he's got the whole because he's, he's missing. No, he's got one West. Yeah. South East. Yeah. Uh. Well. Yeah. He's not getting it. I don't know, man. A lot of those um, those NFC South teams. Tampa Bay, um, New Orleans, Carolina. They're, they don't have the best run defenses. I don't know. A couple of those are in rebuild mode, specifically like Carolina. That, but still, that's like a bold statement to make. I think you could do it. I really do. I think that the 1,500, though, is easier than the 500. For Really? And, and, yeah, but that's not him. That's not because of him. He's great as far as that. I think it's uh, Kirk Cousins actually getting the ball to him is will be more of the problem with the 500. Yeah. I don't think they'll be as good as they were last year. No. 
Do you recognize I your think bias in that statement? Because he's a Packers fan? Yeah. He doesn't want them to do I mean, how long How long can they sustain that roster? Who, Minnesota? <laughs> of course, yeah. Minnesota. Well, I don't know. It just depends, man. I know they've got Kurt locked down with that $80 million contract. Right. But I think he's more of a problem than he is helping. I'm not Agreed. disagreeing with that, yeah. but I'm just saying, I don't think they're going to be as good as they were this year. Well, I mean, they already, so the two years, his rookie year, he was lighting stuff up. And then, um, that was weird. Um, his rookie year, he was lighting it up and then he got hurt. And then this year he was kind of, he still had some injuries lingering, but he still had a great year. This will be his third year, Ben. I think this will be the one, if he's got a shot to do it, this will be it. This shot was last year. Ain't going to happen. If they, if they had a quarterback like <clears throat> Wilson, Rogers, Breeze, they would have been, in my opinion, in the Super Bowl. Right. Yep. I'm with you. I'm but with I don't you. Think, I don't think he's going right. to do it this year. Well, statistically, Kirk Cousins has been top five QB for like the last, um, you know, even his bad years in Minnesota, he's been in top five. What's he statistically against winning quarterbacks and teams? Oh, not very good, especially primetime games. But as far as like just okay. stats only, when he was with Washington, he was doing good. So, I don't know. Yeah. Even though we got he's a pretty still good. still just a want want. <laughs> well, I mean, that was kind of going to be my point is he's got a good sample size as far as what he's capable of, and he's still kind of meh. Meh. He's like a modern time Jeff Garcia. Yeah. yeah. Traveling quarterback. Yep. Maintainer of the ball. His best but years never... were at the Niners. Yep. True. Absolutely true. Jeff Carson. All right. Well, yeah. so oh, yeah. saying, staying on the uh, theme of rushing, uh, question for you guys. Do you think that it's possible in today's league for a running back to break Barry Sanders' rushing record of 14 consecutive 100-yard rushing games? Well, I mean, do you know who's come closest to it? Probably Adrian Peterson, maybe. That year right. he rushed for, he almost beat. Uh, Ladanian didn't come close. Eric Dickerson. I uh, just don't I've, think that there's anybody now in in today's game that's going to be able to beat fourteen consecutive one hundred yard games. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a different game now too. Yeah, it is. It totally is. I agree. Well. Do you think uh, Derrick Henry has the best shot at doing something like that? No, he's inconsistent. He starts off slow, but then he picks up as he goes. Right, but then he'd have to chase he, that. Right, and right off the his, bat. Well, he also would need his team to have a lead. Yeah. Really because mm. the difference was the like why Barry was able to do what he did uh, is whether they were up, down, sideways, everyone knew Barry Sanders was going to get the ball. And it didn't True. matter. Their offense was built around him. They handed it to him, whether they were up, down, didn't matter. But in today's league, when you have a lead, um, that's when they really start getting the garbage yards, third, fourth quarter, wearing them down. Yeah. But right. the thing is, is no, unless these teams are, you know, the running back by committees taken away from it. And then they're also, um, you know, these teams who lean heavily on one running back tend to fall behind sometimes. And then they start yep. passing it. It's true. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Unless something I don't drastic either. happens to the game, I agree. Yeah, I think those years are gone. Well, it was an interesting question. Just thought I'd pick your brains on that one. 
Uh, how about the next one? Amari Cooper. He said he wants to be a cowboy for life. So uh, where do we think he's going to end up? The Giants. <laughs> I'll be a cowboy for life. Where are you going? <laughs> right? I'm like, they ain't going to sign him for big money. Right. I don't know, man. It depends. When Jerry Jones really likes a player, he will stick with them until the wheels fall off. Like, for example, Des Bryant, Tony Romo. Hmm. So yeah. I think he could be a cowboy for... Don't be hating know. on Romo. He's getting paid now. Shoo! You know what, man? You know, uh, what's his face? Uh, Troy Aikman's like, what the heck, man? He doesn't sound like that. Hey, man! <laughs> I'm Troy Aikman! No? No? Is that Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's 80 and on roids. 80 with Alzheimer's. Doesn't remember where he's at. <laughs> I was the greatest linebacker. Like, Nobody could touch me in Dallas. You know how much so in the math bricks? Fuck it off. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right. And then how about the uh, controversy that was surrounding Marshawn Lynch being selected to be a speaker at Princeton's 2020 graduation? What's the controversy? They were like, ah, oh, we don't think he's the right time. He didn't even go to Princeton. And people were trying to down talk him because they didn't feel he was a good selection for that. Well, who gives a crap? People are professionally offended nowadays. I don't care. No, what there's you're partial that's part of the issue. And um, but the real official reason that the student body gave was that they didn't have uh didn't have a say so. It was only three representatives of the student body that picked him. And the rest of it was like, hey, we didn't get a say in this, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you, those are your committee Aww, members. These kids didn't get it. Their voices heard. I mean, let's sad. be real about it is. Shut up. All these Ivy League uh, affluent kids going there. Didn't want to hear some guy from Oakland get in front of their class and speak about success. But the guy's, you know, he's a business owner. He's very, very active in his community. But I think it's, uh, in my opinion, the way he talks is what prevented them from wanting to have him there. Mm. Well, I hope he goes in there and slays it. Right. He'll just go in there. The only reason I'm only here so I won't get fined. <laughs> right? <laughs> Walk off, take care of your chickens, and take leave. Take care of your chickens. Like, or, awesome. or for y'all, y'all Princeton folks, take care of your stocks and bonds, your 401k, your Roth IRA. Get it straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh... And even then, they're still going to boo him off stage. Well, they won't. That's all right. It won't be like a standing ovation. It'll be a golf, golf clap. clap, golf clap, a seated golf clap for Marshawn Lynch at Princeton. <laughs> he don't care. He'll take his check and be happy. Yeah, he'll be like, on to the next. Right. Good for him. He should be on TV though, man, because that guy is entertaining. Yeah, that's for sure. I really don't. They have um, they have like an internet series with him that was yeah. super entertaining. Yeah, no, it was really good. And then that bar. Did you guys ever actually watch the bar rescue the episode? Bar re I did, yeah. <laughs> I did not. Oh, Mike, you don't know what you're missing, man. Yeah, you got to see that it's, one. It's quality programming. All so right. You're catching reruns it. of Reading Rainbow when you should be catching Marshawn Lynch with John Taffer. Look, if you're not learning, you're not living. Whatever, dude. All right. All right. <laughs> so, hey, I got a few names here that uh, are going to be free agents. I want to get an idea of where you think they may go. We're going to rapid the fire top. this one? What was that? Rapid fire. Bang, bang. Rapid fire. Lightning round. Pew, pew. All right. First pew. one up. First one up. 
Uh, let's go Teddy Bridgewater. Sorry. Where do you guys think he's going to go? Denver. Denver? Jacksonville. Yeah. Or Jacksonville. Okay. Elway said they wanted gone. a veteran. Okay. Is Teddy Bridgewater a veteran? At this point, I would say he is. Yeah. A veteran and riding the pine. He's not a bad quarterback. No, he's not. He deserves a shot. He's, he definitely could start for these teams. Any of them. Yeah. I think he's going to Washington Redskins. Interesting. Okay. All right. the next uh, one, Austin Hooper. Packers. Yeah, Packers. I sure hope so. Uh, Jadavian Clowney. Giants. Giants. Mm, and Kenyon Drake. Arizona. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I think they get rid of David Johnson, keep him. Well, that's true. So then the next one, David Johnson. <laughs> L.A. Rams. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Walmart. All right, I don't Greeter. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit. Fucking shit. Uh, and then uh, talk a little bit about the CBA. You've seen uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick recently came out and said he was going to vote for the contract. Hashtag uh, Fitzmagic. It's magic. He's, he said that, hey, increased minimum salaries, the marijuana drug policy change, increased roster spots, better work condition environments, and better practice squad pay. Also, less hits in training camp. Just a great deal. He's also quoted as saying, hey, man, I really like this CBD contract. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Did he sound like that? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, I want to rub my beard. No, I mean yeah. I think we, we all pretty much know that this benefits the lesser paid guys of the league than it does the higher paid guys. True. Right. There's more lesser paid guys than higher paid. We we know this is probably gonna pass. Yeah. That's a valid point. I think because it's short term thinking, but yeah, I think you're right. And also don't forget people... if it's oh go ahead, sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, keep finishing your thought. You're good. Uh, what I was saying is that, you you know, uh, Fitz is also a graduate of Harvard. So, I mean, the guy's not a dummy. Right. I think that, um, but in all reality, he's not in the category of uh, underpaid people for what he's doing right now. You know, his short contract with the Dolphins, he's getting a lot of money for that. Is he? It's like 14, 15 million. I didn't even think it was over nine. Well, that's because you have, ye have little faith in hashtag Fitz magic. Pulling out mm. five wins when we were supposed to win zero. I'm actually kind of irritated about that. He cost us that, you know, Joe Burrows. But with those teeny tiny hands, it looks like Tua, Tua Longavego is going to be. Whopper Junior hands. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the um, the McDouble instead of the quarter pounder hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you got a two-year $11 million contract. $7 million guaranteed. And an average annual salary of five point five million. Well, see, but you're also forgetting the incentives. I think that's probably where he made up the rest of it. I think you're just making well, stuff this year, up. His base salary is eight million. Right. Whatever. But I mean, I don't know. I think that he's uh, past his prime. Pump, pump, pump it up. No, he's pump, past his pump, prime. Pump it up. We need a, a good, like you said, is with these other teams, they needed a quarterback. Um, to groom these younger ones. And I think that's what we're going to get with the fifth-round pick. I'm actually, if two is healthy, I say we take him. If not, Justin Herbert. I would I would want Herbert over. Tua? Yeah. 
No, you're tripping. I think you're tripping. No. Herbert hasn't near had near the injuries to his head. Right, That's a just, big risk. Just takes one. <laughs> Whatever. He's big. I don't know. Like I said, he hasn't I, played I, in a game since his injury. So we either go with one of those two with the number five, five pick, depending on who's available, or we take uh, Jordan Love like the third round. Jordan Love. Have you actually seen Jordan Love play from BYU? No. Good Negative. Player. Really good player. Did really good at the com, com, combine. Combine. Oh. Yeah. Mm. The uh, the NFL combine, not the school shooting. Cool. Crickets. Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> I, uh, <coughs> well, I, mean, I couldn't Tommy was decide which one playing. you were talking about there for a <laughs> okay, second. Okay, good, good. I'm glad I clarified. Nice. Man, oh, that beer is doing Johnny some some weird things this week. Idiot. Yeah, that's <laughs> sleep deprivation right there. See, this is just the, that's that West Coast IPA right You've there. You've always got an excuse. Just own it and move on. Right. All I'm right. No such Speaking thing. of moving on, <laughs> talk about the XFL. What about talk it? Talk about the XFL, man. Well, it's kind of a passing thought. Eric, can you cue me the crickets? We're waiting patiently. Yeah, that's the XFL right there. Yeah, squeaky it is. Chain. Squeaky bike chain, yeah. <clears throat> it's not a well-oiled machine. It needs some WD-40. The Look, problem, right, they have no stars. Well, they have no quarterbacks. Yeah. They have right. no quarterbacks. What about Cardale Jones? He got benched. <laughs> but, he, he showed life the first two games and then just fell off. Yeah. Game yeah. easier. Well, it's as they um, the more film you get on these guys, especially in in um, the professional level, defensive coaches. I think it's easier to coach defense than it is to coach offense in football. Because defense, you can scheme for it, you can do the zone. Just depend on what their quarterback's tendencies are. You can pick up on them, deal with it. Versus they're trying to play catch up, and then the offense is always a little bit behind. The defensive and the and truthfully is that there's a lot more talented defensive players that never make it to the NFL than skill position players that make it. So I think right. they got a lot of the okay, like we're talking 65, 70 rating in Madden versus the offensive players in the XFL are like 45. These are the players that you start your Madden <laughs> ultimate team with and then have to upgrade. <laughs> right. <Those bronze cards>. <laughs> <laughs> Just enough to get you started. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I myself am finding myself more and more less interested. I'm just finding more things to do uh, than watch the XFL, like dye my hair, wash my car. And I'm not so even I seeing just, the advertising for it like it was. Dye my hair. Me either. Me either. And it's just been too bad. I, I, I'm out there just bailing hay nowadays because I used to be distracted by uh, the football, the foosball. But hey, it's Isabel. just, uh, yeah, it's just no more, no more. Uh, you know, and a Johnny Fiend a few episodes again said that it was a bad trend that it was going down. And uh, I say that trend's continuing. However, the attendance seems to be maintaining. Uh, so they have people in the stadium that are pretty into it. You know, Seattle's kind of a clicky city. I think sure. like soccer, they will, you know, support this at least for a little while. But if they keep losing, uh, ain't nobody going to be there. Well, I don't even think if it's going to be the losing thing. I think it's nobody's going to be able to be out of their house here pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear well, we were going to go. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, we were going to go to the stadium, but someone tested positive there. 
Yeah, one of the concession workers uh, tested positive for the coronavirus. It was the person that was uh, rolling the sushi rolls. Yep. Kept kept coughing on the tuna. <laughs> it's not like it's going to be sterilized after they mix it. So. <laughs> it's a whole new Poke Bowl. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> or some Tito's. Here, let me spray your hands with Tito's. Tito's. Like, lean in close. I'm going to spit this in your eye. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Moving on from foosball. A little bit of boxing. I don't know if y'all are huge uh, followers of boxing, but Canelo's got a fight coming on May 2nd against Billy Joe Saunders. Any of you interested in that? Yeah. Yeah, I think Canelo is getting into the the latter half of his career because uh, career, he started really, really young. Got some tough fights. Obviously, the loss to Mayweather. Um, I personally think he lost the first fight to Triple G. Mm-hmm. I, think he, I think he won the second. Um, so I think that they should have a rubber match for that. But I don't. I don't think uh, Canelo wants anything to do with that because I think Triple G is very smart. I think he wins that third fight if it ever happened. But this fight, it's it's going to be Canelo's man. I agree. All right. So got a question for you guys about boxing here. Do you guys think that there is a boxer? that could have beaten Mike Tyson when he was in his prime, like when he was just taking heads off people. Is there a boxer that could have beat him when he was just a brainwashed animal? You mean besides Buster Douglas? Ah, do you think (laughs) Mike Tyson was at his prime at that point? Yes. I also think Evander Holyfield could have beat him. I think Lennox Lewis could have beat him. I think the mystique behind Mike Tyson was pretty – you know, Don King, once he got involved, was feeding him a bunch of tomato cans, man. Yeah. I think he fought some good fighters as far as, like, Razor Ruddock and uh, um, what's his name, Trevor Berbick, the guy he actually won the title from. Yeah. I think those guys were all decent, um, barely championship-level boxers, and he beat them. But he had, you know, Riddick Bowe in the way in waiting, Evander Holyfield. You had Lennox Lewis coming up. Uh I think the best thing that happened to Tyson's mystique was him going to prison because I think we would have saw him lose quite a bit during that era. And it started with, I think it was started with Buster and was going to continue with Evander, would have continued with Lennox. So, yeah, so to answer your question, yes, and yes many times over for me. That's a valid point. Um, before Don King got involved, though, nobody had an answer for this guy. No. Everybody was trying to do those quick jabs, keep him out. But it didn't matter. He would take those hits and he would. I don't know. Have you watched his? Have you gone back and actually watched it? I did this a couple days ago. His early fights, like when he first got in. like That's what I'm saying, dude. Both that hands. That dude was just. My God. You, there was no answer for him. See, I think nobody had an answer for Tyson at cruiserweight, like the light heavyweight. I think at heavyweight, some of these guys were just too big, too long a reach for him, and he just um, he was undersized for a heavyweight. And I think that if he could have got himself down to, I think it's like 195 or something like that, is that cruiserweight, um, it's not as big of money, not as big of a division, but I think there, that's where he doesn't get touched by anybody. Yeah. Yeah. He's too fast. That's a valid point. Yeah, I think he was just a small, small heavyweight. But for what, man, but he was dominant. Uh, you know, I won't take that from. Yeah, I just think there was too, 
uh, the class of heavyweight during that period of time, he got saved from it. Yeah. That's a valid, a valid point. It's a valid point. I mean, it kept that mystique going for years while he went through all that. And, you know, just like when you drop a record, hey, when you go to prison, those record sales soar. So yeah, I'm yeah. about to drop a record on SoundCloud. I'm going to go rob a bank. So what would what would it take? Somebody said, hey, I got Mike Tyson here. Here's 100 bucks to take a hit from Tyson. <laughs> how, much, how much is it going to take for you to be able to take a hit from Tyson? have to be a lot of money because he's probably going to break my jaw now he's he's in his 50s right say tyson now or tyson back then it'd be now back then you would be dead well no tyson now doesn't train like he specifically like he avoids it because he doesn't want to get into that mentality of uh right killer be killed so right. he so an off the couch he still knows how to hit dude and then have you actually have you listened to his that? podcast no hot box yeah yeah dude, great this, this guy smokes himself stupid on that and then right. takes all the CBD and stuff. Um, yeah, no, the case of that CBD water, and I'll, I'll take a hit to the, <laughs> to the face with <laughs> Tyson. <laughs> I've only heard a couple of the episodes. It's, it's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, it's it's funny. Well, his, his well, the one thing that surprised me about him, though, is that his boxing IQ and boxing knowledge, like the history of it, is off the chart. This guy knows, like, you just listen to him talk, and I'm like, I, I He's feel like, like a savant of boxing. Yes. Yes. He is. He knows so much. It's, you know, Gus D'Amato and all that really yeah. taught him to learn the sport inside and out, mm -hmm. which is why I think he was as, as effective as he was. But that that's... Yeah, when he has... Oh, good. No, no, you go. Well, when he has boxers on his podcast, like you said, the the IQ that they that that, that he shares with them is incredible his recollection of all the stuff is is incredible yeah and his history and like he'd go back to the you know the turn of the century well not this century but the previous century and he could tell you all about like what's his name black jack johnson yeah yeah jack dempsey he just man he knows all of them he does did you hear the episode with him and ll cool j yes that's the very first one i listened to that was crazy, man. How they just, I mean, Tyson was just taking him back in his roots. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, Tyson really, during that um, period of time when he was the heavyweight champ, he was involved in so many, like, especially the music industry and other sports, man. Like, there's a lot of people who have stories about him back then. You're just a piece of shit. A rap piece <laughs> of shit. Who, who are you talking to? Mike Tyson. Uh, <laughs> at the interview. <laughs> Him and LL He's got some class. Though, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the LL. Oh, just... <laughs> just... Man. <laughs> that was when he fought Lennox Lewis when he was talking about eating children and stuff, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I'm going to eat his, I'm gonna eat his children. Praise me to Allah. <laughs> no, this this was the interview he went on that morning I'm show or whatever, and the guy was talking about tyrannical tyrannical his jail time <laughs> and if people look at him different. <laughs> And how's it, how hard has it been to, like, he just started bringing up the charges on him. It was like, how hard has it been for you to get your life back on track after this? And he was like, you know, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I know what people going to say about you is you a piece yeah. of shit. That piece <laughs> like, of shit. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's one of my favorite interviews of all time. 
<laughs> and then he just kept going, and the guy's like, well, and he's all super professional. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, you rat piece of yeah. shit. He was like, <laughs> I, no, I'm trying to do good, and I'm here to promote what I'm, whatever he was promoting. He's like, but you're just a piece of shit. I'm here to promote Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> He like paused too, didn't he? Like the guy asked him a question, Tyson paused, yes. and then he just went off on it, up, man. It was like uh, Robin a Gibbons. switch, like just clicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he brought said up Robin yeah, Gibbons and, then, and the rape stuff. Yeah, yeah. You just a you know, bad piece is. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tommy. I forgot about that. Now it's gonna be stuck in my head. You're welcome. I, I might weird. call if I go get some food right after this. I might call the person in the drive-through. You a piece of shit. <laughs> right after I get my food though, because I'm trying to. Hold the spit in the corner. You know, you're a yeah. rat piece of shit. <laughs> it took 62 like, seconds and not 58. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you guys? <laughs> well, nice. then the other thing with Tyson is that um, I don't think he ever really was a true believer as far as a Muslim. I think he was just trying to follow in Muhammad Ali's footsteps. Well, yeah. we all know he, that was his guy. Yeah, he loved <clears throat> Muhammad Ali. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, That he did. And Tyson... Did any of you ever beat, without cheat codes, Mike Tyson's punch-out? No. Well, you can only get the cheat. The cheat codes wouldn't help you in the actual fight. They'd just help you skip the rest of the fights to fight him. So, yes, I did beat him, but I can't say it was 100% without the codes. I never made it to Tyson. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. You yes. cheating. I think uh, I made right. it to Tyson once and just got obliterated. But Well, what it was is that, like, the first minute, he does this uh, series of combinations. If he hits you once, you go down. Right. Right. After that, that's not the case. So you have to survive that, and then you got to follow the pattern. And even then, he starts randomizing it towards the end. Mm. So if you make it there. Anyways, yeah, never mind. Sorry. I never got to experience that. Well, it's because you're a loser. That's pretty possible. <laughs> it's pretty harsh. I huh? played Tech Mobile. Contra. Contra, yeah. Contra was, the, uh, Contra was great. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. B, A, B, A, select, start. He just 30 lives. Died, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the creator of the code. Yeah. Yep. That's was, code. What really was cool to me was the, ep, uh, not the episode, the level where instead of going like the side to side, like normal platformers, you were going uh, 3D, Over like forward. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. at that time for the end. That NES. was pre, pre COD. <laughs> One of my favorite <laughs> games of all time still is Duck Hunt, though. Do you remember the cheat where you could shoot off the screen and it would kill him automatically? No. See, I didn't have all these cheat codes. <laughs> Dude, Jesus. what is it with you and cheating? What's that? you just a well, piece I, of shit. Why are you cheating? No cheating, Marcus. No. No. Uh, no. No, this was a part of my childhood. I had cousins to compete with and we would play for money. So, yeah. Yeah. I cheated. Can't get no refunds. Fucking shit. Fucking shit. Jesus. That's all right. It's all right, Johnny. We love you regardless. <laughs> Says the guys who all just right. spouted out the Konami code. Waggy team. <laughs> I didn't spit it out. <laughs> Tag team back again. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on to a little bit of MMA here. Uh, we got a good card that's happening tonight, March 7th. Main event, Israel Adesanya against Yoel Romero. We went over these picks last week, but... It's been a week. Any of you have any changes from the picks last week? Are you yes. still feeling pretty good about your picks? Oh, we had a change. I am changing. Uh, I'm. I picked Joanna, and I'm going to Zay. Smart. Yeah. Only, and it's only because you know people have been criticizing on her uh, Instagram, which, as two genius one idiot, we we're actually subscribed to her Instagram. 
Dana White is not wrong. Um, she yeah. has been on the beach. She's been getting her nails done and all this other stuff versus, you know, Zang is, uh, she's, dude, she's ready to fight, man. And then yep. I rewatched that fight with between her and Andrade, and it wasn't even close, dude. She molly her. I don't remember who I picked, but. You picked Zang. Yeah, I okay. think I'm the only one who picked Joanna. Okay. Yeah. Zang, after, Zang's a real deal. Yeah. After seeing that, that, like if I think if she was taking her preparation more seriously, I'd stick with Joanna, but not after hearing that and, and witnessing that. Yeah, but, when your boss comes out and says that, man, that's a bad, bad, bad pub right there. Yeah, but what? But then here's there's that little part of me. Maybe she's playing like 3D chess with everybody, and that's all part of the game plan. And that's not really what's happening. She's just leaking those photos. Because honestly, my opinion, and this is digging deep, is that. Some of those photos, she looks really, really young. So I'm like, I don't know if these are recent. Hmm. We'll see, though. Because she looks totally different. Like, when she's in fight mode, um, she looks very fit, looks very game as far as these fights. But she's way more attractive than I thought she was when I actually, once we subscribed to her or started following her on Instagram. I was like, dang, this isn't the same person. She looks like 10 years younger. Hmm. Interesting. Check it out. I think Zang's all business. Yeah, she is. All business. And then how about uh, that recent video that uh, Yoel Romero, or, you know, that that, that uh, came out of Romero during an interview where he takes his glasses off and gets all intense, man. He looks like he's ready to fight. I think it's a smoke show. That dude's always ready yeah. to fight. <clears throat> he's been fighting, fighting socialism for all his life now, 43 years. <laughs> 40. I think he's 40. He's 43. 43. 42. 42. 42. 42. All right. E. He's 42. Because you might be right, because I remember them saying Romero. Ready to turn 43. So, you yes. Number before 43 is 42. Thank you, Tommy. I want to be ripped like that when I'm 42. Shit. I turned 42 shit. this year. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to happen. No, no, man. You guys got the same man. haircut. Oof. <laughs> Don't just you shake your head. Just say so you know me, boy. <laughs> I'm coming for you. I love Stop. you. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Hey, and, and so, you. hey. I hope he wins just so we get to hear that after speech. <laughs> man. You Dana, I love you. I don't know, man. I think uh, Israel's going to be too much, but Yoel looks good. He looks ripped. He looks ready. He's intense as always. Mm. Yoel's that fighter, though. He's got a reputation of, you know, holding the uh, submissions a little longer than he needs to. Well, he's done that in the past. Few well, times. That's just what happens when you're the soldier of God. Soldier is that of what God. it is? Yeah. Man, he's the like, first, the make first sure. part of the submissions for you. The second part is for the G.O.D. <laughs> So does does anybody think hey. Romero's gonna pull this off? No, I don't. He's got a puncher's chance. I don't know. Did, now the real question: Do you like Kevin Gastelum better than you like Yoel Romero? No, you don't. So you think Gastelum would beat Romero? Probably would. Yeah. See, and I think that Romero would smoke I Gastelum. Would be, I don't know. That'd be a good. Really? Fight. Yeah, and I think Gastelum, you know, made it interesting with Israel at least. Granted, it's still lost, but the only thing I, I think that Israel's got a lot of weapons to win this fight for sure. But I think that Romero is the, just the explosiveness, man. I think those first like two and a half rounds, he could clip him, hurt him, 
and then that could be a that's his that's his any past that like I've seen him with Tim Kennedy uh seen him with Robert Whitaker twice and then seen him with Paulo Costo but that was only a three round fight um but he t- has a tendency to fade later he's like a Cuban version of Conor McGregor I just had a vision can wrestle better a lot better of how this fight is going to end let's hear it. Israel Adesanya is going to catch him with the left high kick. It's going to drop him to the ground. He's going to finish him with hammer punches. Hammer fist for the TKO. What round? Third round. I could see that. Crazy. Yeah, you know what? I hate to say that, but pretty, that's probably pretty damn accurate. Right. right. <laughs> we'll see if it happens now. Yep. I hope right, it does. I think he goes down early fourth. Yeah. I honestly think that it either my prediction is uh, Adesanya gets a unanimous decision or Romero knocks him out round two. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Cool. That's like uh, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, and I also root for the Niners. I like it. <laughs> I also like the Buccaneers and the, and the Falcons. Go Dolphins. <laughs> Everybody oh, got great. jokes. Tag uh, team hey. back again. <laughs> Dude, Eric, Shutter, uh, I will send you the clip. So Mike team. One, what you don't know is that today Johnny is wearing his Warren Sapp Buccaneers jersey. That's true. And oddly, though, it's in the same colors as Marino's, but that's fine. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. It's all right. Go Sapp. Warren Marino. Dan Sapp. <laughs> So, uh, Curtis oh, Blades, you remember him? Oh, shit. Yeah. He's going to be fighting Alexander Volkov in June. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Just announced that, that fight. fight. Uh, I'm going to go with Blades. Blades. Yeah, Blades has been on a hot streak. Yep, I think he's going to win. And then I also heard rumors that they're looking at rebooking the Jones versus Reyes fight, which I'll be honest, I'm not that excited about. I'd rather see him take on Jan the Man. Yep. You do. <laughs> But I think uh, Jones' is second fight, he dominates the hell out of him. Reyes? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he'll know what to expect. He's always good with those rebounds. Yeah. But yeah. I think that it's uh, – John it's, Jones it's, is great, but the rest of MMA is catching up with him. I don't – dude, but Jones, he's known for that. Like, the first fight, he looks slow, like he's losing a step. Second fight comes around. He destroys him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Every happen. rematch has been uh, – he's, he's dominated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm still not excited about that. Just like I'm not excited about uh, in boxing, you know, the Fury versus um, what's his face fight? Wilder. Yep. Damn, already down to Fury Joshua. Yeah, I want to see Joshua, man. Wilder's already down to what's his face, man. I'm like, sorry. It's two times. Two times you had a chance. Time to move know, on. Man. I think Tyson Fury has the potential to be like a superstar in boxing. The only problem is that he's already retired once and he's been on the fence about it again. He's not really money motivated because you figure he donated his whole purse to. Right, but he was also dealing with other issues that I think he's worked through. Right. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Kudos to him for working through that stuff. Yeah. And then just after after the fight, you know, they uh, showed him uh, talking to his dad on the phone. And I don't, I don't. I don't think he's done from there. No. But I, so, I don't want to see this fight again. I mean, it's like we said, we had it had it been like 
you know, they ran with the excuse of the busted eardrum equilibrium's off. Run at that instead of the eight different excuses, I think we'd feel different about this. Yeah. And I think that we're kind of just putting them on a shelf saying we're done with your excuses and we don't want to deal with it again. Do you think that Deontay could beat him? No. No. Not at all. I, I don't think – so my opinion on this is that I don't think Deontay could outbox him. No. I think Deontay could get lucky and crack him. So if he goes in – if we're going to have to see this fight, Deontay's just got to go out there like a madman, haymakers, and then it'd be the same thing. Like if he doesn't win it in that time frame where he just starts cracking him with those, you know, bombs. Um, right, but we said this before. What we weren't expecting was this new and improved – Fury, like we saw him, right, right. But um, we but, we already agreed that he was going to outbox him. Yeah. But Wilder has that just one hit knockout power. Right, and he he sat on it those first three rounds. Right. He was trying to counter punch and just wait for it. Then he gets his eardrum ruptured, right. and he can't do it anymore. He doesn't have the balance for it. I I, mm. just, I still just I think in the third fight day. he's just got to he's got to stop waiting for those counter punches and start attacking. He'd have to do it right off the bat. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, if you know that this guy can outbox you, he'd have to Tyson early Tyson this fight. Yeah, yeah, he'd have to. I don't know that he's built like that though, to be honest. Because he's a or big just guy. catch him with a flying knee. Yeah, <laughs> Superman. <laughs> <laughs> no, is a Superman Mosfidal punch style. illegal in boxing? I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if you have I, to have both your have feet you ever on seen the mat. I think it depends on the rules. I think that if you come off of your both feet come off the mat to throw a punch, it is illegal. But right. I, don't I think know you're that right. That's universal. I think it's certain rules like the IBF or WBC or something like that. Just like you can't really hit with both of your gloves at the same time. Yeah, you can't hadouken. <laughs> right. Although I'd love to see both sides of the head, <laughs> just shoulder width stance. <laughs> All right. Now, if if <laughs> does like the Donkey Kong punch. <laughs> now, if that happened to the Wilder versus Fury fight, the third one, total redemption, worth the cost yeah. of admission. <laughs> just True. comes out there, double fist. <laughs> Be great. All right, and then uh, this coming Saturday, the 14th, there's a UFC fight night, and the main event is uh, Kevin Lee against Charles Oliveira. I think that'll be a good fight. Wait, isn't Charles you guys, uh, tonight? I think. No, that's a different Oliveira. Oh, yeah. Uh, fighting tonight is Alex Oliveira. Oh, cowboy, cowboy. That's right. So right. This Charles says, Oliveira has been in the game for a while. This says that, yes, the Superman slash jump punch is perfectly legal in boxing. However, a boxer is taught that his power, uh, defense, footwork all uh, come from having a solid foundation base, which is your legs. Yeah, yeah. I could see somebody that jump in for it and then just get knocked out. <laughs> hmm. Superman. Didn't, in that case, why it, didn't Connor do that? What? Yeah, I was just going to ask. Did Superman he throw punch? any during the just mocking right fight? Right off the bat, just Superman punch him. <laughs> Connor's been proven to be not as smart as everyone thinks. Careful what you say. Say it again. Connor's been proven not he to just be as smart as anyone. Shit. Yeah, he's just a piece of shit. Oi. If you can't cut the mustard, then you're out with the ketchup. That's right. Can't cut Hold the up. mustard. If you're not drinking the popper 12, fuck off. <laughs> if you can't I'll punch you in the whiskey, head. If you can't cut the horn, corn be horn be. You're taking the piss. <laughs> no, not right now. I mean, after this shake, it's more than three times. <laughs> My bladder. All right. My bladder. All right. 
So, with that in mind, and that spoken, and that said, we're looking at moving on to the question of the week, folks. Question of the week. Here we go. Listen closely. In lieu of the coronavirus, what is the craziest way you've heard you can contract a virus or what is your best home ready home remedy to prevent <laughs> contracting ready. one? <laughs> home ready. So we're looking for either the weirdest way we've heard someone say they can contract a disease slash virus or the weirdest home remedy for one. Well, if you Correct. didn't like the question, then you should have asked it. Well, hashtag virus creeper. Well, if he wouldn't have interrupted, it would have been great. No, dude, you, <laughs> so let, me, let me tell you, as you were stumbling, I just saved you. I threw you a, a, a tube, a life Test preserver. Tube. Always wants the oh. instant gratification. <laughs> All right. Right? <laughs> so, uh, Millennials. Do you have one for this, Mike, since it's such a well-constructed question that you brought up? No, just want to let you know this was uh, Johnny Phoenix's question of the week, folks. <laughs> oh, let okay, you know, cool. let you know. Uh, so why don't you go first? This is your question. We'll let you go first, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Let's go. Yeah, Johnny. Um, Johnny number five. Well, there's actually one. Uh, so a Chuki's remedy for a headache. So Chuki's. That's where my pops is from. Okay. It's the island. So Micronesia. Uh, is that they literally when you have a headache. They will yank the shit out of your hair. Like, I'm talking pull it as hard as they can without, obviously, you know, pulling it out because that'll be way worse and a lot more pain. So they actually pull it. So this is the opposite of your head, head massage videos from Tube Creeper. Is this why your dad has no hair? My dad's got plenty of hair. What are you talking about, dude? For his age, he's got he's got the man bun and everything, dude. He looks like Steven Seagal, Micronesian version. Whatever. <laughs> hey, Steven Seagal, fuck off. Oh, you're like pulling a pork boy. <laughs> uh, so that's one is that they do that. And then, so that's a remedy. Uh, the weirdest way I've heard that you can catch something is, um, hmm. Why don't we do the, I'll come back to that. Cause I'm trying to think, I think I have one, but I'm you really think? searching for it. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I guess the only remedy I have is, I don't, I don't know. Um, this is a great question, by the way. In the military, <laughs> you don't really get your 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 doctors that are right there at sick call. You don't really get the best of the best. So if you got a sprained ankle, something's go- seriously going on with you. The the first two times you go to them, it's take some ibuprofen, and drink some water. <laughs> Motrin. Yeah, water. And come back, come back if symptoms persist. And then you're looked at a, like a piece of shit because then you got a profile. From the doctor, and then people think you're just milking it. So, I don't know. I guess that's the only thing. Mm. Fuck this question. Mm. I'm just joking. <laughs> this question is awful. <laughs> Michael, Michael, motorcycle. Let's hear. It. Let's hear that uh, home remedy for stuck, anal warts. Dude, he doesn't even have one. I can. Man, I'm face. just like man. Well, so you know, when we were uh, growing up, my mom's Korean. Uh, you know, when I'd get sick, she'd be like, "Oh, Maika, you need to eat this." Uh, <laughs> And Stop so, you know, so I would have to, uh, she would, she would get this Korean tea, or this Chinese tea that she would boil and then she would use cheesecloth and two big wood dowlings to like drain all the water out of it. And she's like, hey, hey. 
And then uh, man, we had to drink this stuff, man. It was like ginseng, and it was gross. And I'm like, Mom, this is not good. She's like, my good, you better eat it. And did I'm you, like, uh, okay, Mom. Did it taste like roots? Uh, it tasted like roots and dirt. Yeah, yeah, it was gross. Now that you mentioned it, there's a cat that I work with. At, uh, his name's May, and he gave me this big jar. Hey, hey, I was at the gym. He gave me this big jar of like Vietnamese roots or Cambodian roots, and then you fill it up with, with vodka. Uh, vodka. Yeah, I love that. You like that? Oh it man, it tasted like dude, potpourri. That is so. I got a I got a Cambodian <laughs> that works for me too. Whoa, whoa, that works with me. Oh. And so I'm all the time like, hey, he's like, my mom makes it. I love that stuff. You really didn't like it. Uh, no, it was effective for what it was. I'm just uh, flabbergasted that it worked for me. <laughs> you can flip it however you want, douchebag. Uh, I got this Cambodian guy worked You're for me. Excuse me, excuse me. Worked with me. Rap piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. that. But it was effective when I got sick. But he was like, "No, you have to keep refilling it." And this thing, um, I'll admit, I ended up throwing it away before. He goes, "Keep doing it. Drink it." When you don't feel good or something like that, and then once it actually all all the way dissolves everything in there, then throw it away. But right. I, I I made it past like two times filling it up with the vodka. I was like, what a fucking waste of vodka. <laughs> it tastes like shit. I don't know. I liked it. I like it. Yeah. Like so that it. was mine. That was mine. The dowels. Uh, that's dowels, <laughs> oh man. God. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Love you, Mama. So Love I did, you, Mama. So, Mike, when I did see Your family one, doesn't listen anyways, dude. It's fine. True. It's true. <laughs> it's where this, uh, this lady made this soup that her mom made when she was sick as a kid. And it was, you know, it was a like a, a pho broth. And then it had the noodles and stuff. But the thing that was supposed to be the, the cure-all was that thousand-year-old egg. Oh, yeah. Like dark black Fucking egg. Shit. Yeah. It, it smells so bad. Mm. Did you actually eat it? I no, yes, she did. I didn't. Gross. Yeah. And now she's immortal. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's that uh, um, there's lots of foods that smell awful but actually don't taste that bad. Um, I think that's yeah. one of them. You got any other examples of that, Mike? That Kimchi. Smell- well, there's yeah, that fruit. Kimchi. Isn't there, isn't there that like fruit? Darian or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah, it smells like... Dariush? Yeah, Dariush. he fights tonight. Huh? Yeah, he <laughs> fights tonight. Dariush, idiot. Oh. No, Dorian or whatever it's called. Uh, the fruit. You know what the talking DeLorean? About? Yeah, no. God, Great Scots! Yeah! Dorian, I think that's what it's called. It's like a fruit that smells really, really bad when you cut it open, but uh, people either love it or hate it when they actually eat it. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm. Mm. Mike, uh, Mike, we used to make fun of my mom because when we'd be in trouble, she'd be like, Mike, uh, shit down. I'd be like, Mom, why are you cussing at me? <laughs> shit down. I'm like, okay, okay, don't cuss at me. Oh, how you like it? I come from different country. You have to learn. <laughs> like, mom, what are you talking about? Reminds me of my friend uh, Jimmy, his mom and dad. They're both uh, native Hawaiian, so they speak like really, really thick pidgin. 
I remember mm. when they first got here, like the first time I ever met his dad, and we've been friends since third grade or well fifth grade, fifth grade. Um, first time I met the dad, we pull up there. His dad asks Jim, he goes, "Oh, Jimmy, Jim boy, you like plugging this thing into the outlet?" And then Jim's like, "What are you talking about, Dad?" He's like, "Oh, you like take them plug, plug them in, don't act fucker." <laughs> and then, so I'm sitting there and just listening to him talk. I'm cracking up. It was, oh, you and your stupid friend need to learn how to listen to instructions, you idiot. <laughs> so then, so you've been labeled the idiot since the third grade. <laughs> right. no, oh, 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 oh. No, fifth grade. Fifth. Right. fifth grade. Excuse okay. Me. Yeah, so then um, at this point, Jim really pisses his dad off. He goes, oh, Jim boy, you want to act? Act like you're pulling the fucking weeds. So then he made Jimmy pull the weeds right then and there. And then I go to try to leave. He's like, no. You you idiot! You're gonna watch him. So I had to stand there for like an hour and a like half an idiot, and just standing watch there. him, watch him pull the weeds. And I was like, uh, "Can I help him?" He's like, "No, shut up, idiot! <laughs> watch him pull the weeds." And I yeah, like it. this so, explains so much. <laughs> yes, yeah, like torture my. This is like that missing puzzle piece I needed for you. Yeah, not, you now go. everything's starting to make sense. Well, what's funny is like right. we actually made a song like uh, about you want to act. Act like you're pulling the weeds <laughs> back in fifth grade. <laughs> yep, flashback. Nice. <laughs> Let me tell you about a flashback, man. Third grade, uh, my mom used to pick me up from school every day. And I'm walking out of class, and my mom had to get out of the, the, the car because she had to take a leak or something. <laughs> so she went to the bathroom. My so she's walking back leak. to the car. Right. She she's she she's up in front of me. I don't see her at first. And I'm walking with my friend and my buddy's like, Hey, isn't that your mom? And I look up above and my mom's walking like fifty yards in front of us and she's got it's gotta be at least a three or four foot piece of toilet paper hanging from the back of her pants like a cape as she's walking back to the car. Man. <laughs> it was so unfortunate. That's awesome. Oh, man. My mom. I love that lady. I hope so. The word, the root of so many stories. <laughs> Where do we begin? The only story I got of my mom is <clears throat> I upset her. She was, just wait till your dad gets home. And that's when I knew <laughs> I was in trouble. But I really pissed her off. You just wait till your father gets home. And then I'd hear those pipes thundering down the road, and I was scared. <laughs> Pipes? What do you mean? When a Harley? No, it was his. He always had uh, like Chevy trucks growing up, so he'd oh. make sure as, as soon as he got as soon as he got a brand new truck, he they were they were straight piped. Flowmasters, huh? Yeah. Nice. You'd hear him four four blocks away. That's that was awesome. the scariest sound when you were in trouble. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Absolutely true. Yeah, hey, uh, when you were uh, growing up, did uh, your parents spank you? My oh, yeah. parents spanked me. My mom beat, <laughs> beat us. We got beat. Yeah, I got spanked. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, you know those dowlings my, my my mom used for those tea leaves, man, were uh, good batons when she needed them as well. So uh, my dad, you know, would, would definitely spank me. But the ones that scared me the most were my nana and my aunt. Mm. When when I was going out to pick out my own switch, I knew I'd messed up. 
Ooh. Yeah. Nope, that one's not big enough. And then she'd find the most rubbery one that just popped back. Whew, those are bad. Mm. I learned not to mess with ant. <laughs> Real quick, huh? <laughs> Real quick. It's just a woman you don't mess with. Yeah, I hear you. Yep. It's always the quiet ones you got to worry about. No, she wasn't quiet. Oh. Not at all. Not at if all. she huh? didn't like something, you knew. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, and then, uh, Johnny, you got any stories growing up? We were just talking about how we got beat growing up. Uh, what was it like for you growing up? Did your mom put hands on you? I don't want to talk about it. All right. That's fair. <laughs> we might have a breakthrough session here. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, my mom was, she came to school one time where I was pleading for, uh, the principal to stop her from hitting me in the head. I was like, you going to do anything about this? In all fairness, <laughs> though, I totally deserved it. Um, there was a fellow student who I'd gotten into a disagreement with, and I threw his backpack out the second story window. And then when he went to go look for it, I uh, shoved him forward out the window and dangled him by his legs. And then oh. that uh, ended up with me in the principal office. And I thought it was badass. You know, there Weird. was this cute girl in there, so I was trying to impress her. She's like, what are you here for? I was like, oh, no big deal. I got into a fight, dangled some kid out by his legs. And then the assistant she principal. She was like, idiot. Pick some yeah. weeds. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you want to act? Act like you're pulling a weed. <laughs> no, she, uh, oddly, she was, you know, unbeknownst to 13-year-old Johnny, this was not something to brag up to a girl about that you're trying to impress. <laughs> but, yeah, so then I was... You know, I still was maintaining the badassery towards the principal. And then he gets on the phone and he's calling my mom. I'll talk. I'm Takashi 69. I'll talk. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, hold on. Let's talk about this. He goes, oh, so you don't want me to call mom. So then he calls mom. Mom used to work in downtown Seattle, took off of work in the middle of the day, came to the school, starts whooping my ass in the principal's office. And now I'm looking at the principal and the resource officer, the police officer that was there. I'm like, yo, man, you guys going to do anything about this? And they're like, no. So they just sat back and watched her. As like, this is the- hot. Did any of you guys ever get your ass whooped by the principal? No, no. I did. I did in kindergarten. I did in like first or second grade, dude. This guy had a Six Flags, a Six Flags of Texas paddle. This long-handled wooden paddle. And Bastard had ripped, wrapped in duct tape with holes through it. Mm. Nice. I will never forget that paddle the rest of my life. Dude, I almost feel like this question is better than the uh, virus creeper. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have any adults beat the shit out of you when you were a kid? <laughs> Hashtag abuse creeper. <laughs> there we go. I want to know who. No. <laughs> who abused you? So, yeah. We will not accept so, any entries that have pending cases or charges. So <laughs> please keep those. <laughs> keep that in mind. We're not criminal uh, defense lawyers. Yeah. In third grade, also, we had show and tell. Oh, My go. day came, and you know, and I didn't have anything to show and tell. So I went up to the to the top, you know, the front of the room, and I said, hey, uh, my mom won the lottery. And, and everyone was like, oh, wow, congratulations. That's great. Well, the teacher's aide lived across the cul-de-sac from where we lived. <laughs> so we're out there, and we're watching my mom's car that afternoon, and she comes over, and she's like, oh, congratulations. Uh, Michael said you won the lottery. And my mom's like, what? And uh, oh, so she was like, no. So then she takes me inside, and she goes, oh, Michael, you're like a lie, huh? You're like a lie. 
So like she told lot. me to stick my tongue out, and she slapped my tongue with the spatula five Ow. times. Oh. Y'all ever had your tongue spanked? No. I have. <laughs> tongue spanked. I have. I think we Hashtag found the name of this episode spanked. is tongue spanked. <laughs> tongue spanked. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Third grade, I ran away from school. Wow. Yeah. I got caught out on uh, this the service road by a freeway. And the cops, like, literally was like, what the hell are you doing here? And I, and I pointed at some houses that were across the way a little bit. And I said, oh, my family and I were going for a walk. And I had to change my shoes. And I came back out, and they were gone. He's like, get in the goddamn car. <laughs> <laughs> and the next oh. thing I know, my school principal showed, showed up. Yeah. Oh. I knew I was in trouble. Wasn't fooling nobody. Nope. <laughs> Bomber. Well, right on, y'all. Well, enough about us. We want you, the listeners, to let us know. What's your craziest remedy? <laughs> What's the craziest way to cut a virus? Let us know. <laughs> we will just take submissions of child abuse as well. That's right. Abuse oh, creeper, no. virus yeah. creeper. <laughs> Don't forget to get your tongue spanked today. Yeah, that's right. All right, hey Tommy, remember what I said too, right? Two weeks, <laughs> Johnny. Two weeks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like it. See which one I like it. Get some more, I like more it. responses. I like it. Spank creeper or whatever we're doing. What is it? Did you say? This virus spank creeper. creeper is what you said. Virus creeper. Virus spank creeper. creeper. Remedy creeper. Which one do you want? Dude, just uh, just creeper. It's fine. We'll reduce it. Well, <laughs> we'll now you're not owning it. Now you're not owning it. Virus creeper and abuse creeper. Uh, I don't know if I like abuse creeper. Yeah, that's a little... how about uh, tongue spank. <laughs> Hashtag tongue sure. spank. Hashtag tongue spank. spank. All right. Spank. Hashtag tongue spank. <laughs> Let tongue us know if you got beat as a kid. Creeper. Yes. <laughs> tongue spank. I guarantee you I'm not going to have any hits for that one, so it will be completely unique to us. Maybe hits in the throat. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's, a dude, that's, that's a great pickup line. Like, Yo, girl, why don't you come over and get tongue spanked? All right. With that, folks. <laughs> oh, my dude, God. one idiot. We are done. Thank you. This is Bike One signing out. I'm I'm saying that to my woman when I leave here. Right? Dude, Later, guys. You're going to get laid. <laughs> Don't speak, girl. Put some lips on it. <laughs> Tommy Salami. Tongue specking your mommy. Yeah. Oh, my hey, gosh. Hey, hey. <laughs> we be J-Munch. <laughs> You have been listening to Two Genius, One Idiot. Who was this episode's idiot? Let us know. Ow, my tongue.